Hello and welcome to the results episode of I Spit On Your Grades for Best Twin Slash Doppelganger. I am Chris and as always I'm joined by my fabulous hosts Mercer, Buenos Aires and Faye. Why did I come second? Am I not fabulous enough to come first? Because I love Mercer, he's amazing. Evidently. How are we both, anyway? Not so bad. Um, you all right there, Mercer? You good? I had an absolutely fantastic time because I've just got a puppet who likes to destroy everything. Normally we'd edit these bits out, but we're going to actually enjoy this interlude as Mercer runs around trying to clean up wherever destruction <laughs> is actually going on. Oh. <laughs> I've put my puppy in his cage. And he is looking at me like he wants me dead. Oh, what is your puppy called, Mercer? My puppy is called Vanda. It's a Siberian. It's called Vanda El Fuerte. Uh, it's a Siberian husker. Um, it's got odd eyes, hence why it's called Vanda, as like Vanda Van Ode, the drag queen. And El Fuerte, which is Spanish for the strong, because it almost died as a puppy, but it pulled through. Now I'm wondering whether that were the best thing for it. <laughs> no! No! Just so everyone knows, he's pissed in my hallway. Mercer's got form for this, because I was looking through some of the previous episodes, and I remember him talking about Dignitas for cats. So, <laughs> Mercer's got an odd amount of form. Hmm. Not that I'm saying the authorities should be looking, looking into him or... If anyone gets killed in Sheffield, they know where to start their searching. But there you go. Other than um, training a little pupper, what else have you been doing this week? I mean, let's be honest. I fucked off to London for four days, so I ended. Well, that's I why ended... he's pissing me. He's pissing in protest. You're asking so it... for it. Just, just to be clear, you had your mum look after the. You didn't just fuck off and leave the dog there for four days. Yeah, sure. No, I had a dog sitter um, who, whilst I was away, allowed the dog to chew my workbooks up, piss on my bed. So everything's gone perfect. Oh, what are you going to do? We haven't been looking after a, a pupster, have we, sadly? No. We, we've been watching films about drag queens, though. Well, one film. Everybody's talking about Jamie. Oh, are they, though? Well, I don't know. I expected you to burst out into song there, to be quite honest. Which I have done every time anyone's mentioned everybody's talking about Jera. Yes, but you I mean, have. I've already had a bit of my, my meltdown for this episode, so... One star yeah. reviews are coming up. There might be another meltdown. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think there will be several meltdowns with the one star reviews. And, you know, we've got results as well. And if you're not happy with them, then there might be a third breakdown there. So I think you're really setting the bar low for breakdowns, to be honest. I probably am, you're right. Yeah. Well, let's see. We'll see how it goes. Mm. There we get on. Right. Everyone, everyone's talking about Jamie. Definitely trying to link in, link in that everyone's giving us their feedback. That's a no-go segue. But everyone's <laughs> that segue is no-go. And everyone has not given us their feedback. If it was three people who are talking about Jamie, we'd be on track. So thank you to the kind people who did vote and let us know their picks. I'll just trot these off now. So firstly, Dan Poppermatic, the lovely Dan who we met in the queue for the cellular screen tickets. Yes. 
and got very drunk with. Us is great, and Doppelganger is fun. But Goodnight Mommy left me feeling a bit shaken, so I went for that. You're a smart man, Dad. That's sound reasoning. That is sound reasoning. Curse of the Cake people. is You can tell it's getting a Halloween because everyone, <laughs> everyone is changing their names. Have you changed your name? I have changed my name. To? Drag me to Hellis. Ah, and mine is Faye of the Dead. Mercer, quickly, have you changed your name on Twitter? I have, yeah. Mine's a night Mercer on Elm Street. Very nice. There we go. So Curse of the Cake people at Scared Sheepless. Caitlin went, I've gone for us. Great arguments for all, though. And definitely need a rewatch of both us and Goodnight Mommy, plus the first watch for Doppelganger. Well, two of those statements are correct, but the third one. She knows where her priorities are. Another person changed the name. Saltier Pendergram. Hey. As I haven't seen Mercer's Choice again, plot twist, I'm voting for Mercer's Choice. I thought Goodnight Mommy was average at best. And this just gets the tone wrong on too many occasions. And like the superior get out. So I will be on hashtag Team Drew. Right. This is not sound reasoning. Saltier popcorn. And the two people who voted for Mercer's pick just because he has a dog. If it was my way, I would have discounted them votes. I'd go, no, I'm like, if you haven't seen the film or you're voting because Mercer has a dog. First of all, Chris, do you mean like them 500 votes you got for a film just because that person retweeted it? No one, none of them people listened to our episode, understood our argument, or expressed a reason why they voted for your film that time, other than the fact that somebody who was in the film retweeted it and his fans voted. So back the fuck off. <laughs> everyone has your, oh, it's not fair. Everyone has seen that little known film, The Thing. Everyone had seen it and realized it was the best of Chris, that pick. In the public vote, what position did I come in? Third. Third. Oh, question. If we take away my votes, what position do I come in? Third. Third. So what difference does it make? It's the principles. It's my principles. Okay, guys, guys, guys. We need to calm down. I, I didn't think I'd be the voice of reason in an episode ever, but we need to calm down and move on. I'm going to full Twitter, Twitter dick. Right, when you vote, I want a 15,000 word essay on why you picked your choice. Hashtag not all fun fans. I want people to remember this episode and remember how horrible Chris Whitty was <laughs> as voting for his shitty films. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Thank you, everyone, for your feedback. <laughs> I, I genuinely didn't think you were going to move on then, Chris. I'm like, he's not, he's not going to let this lie, is he? I'm, I'm... You wouldn't let it lie. <laughs> you moved the two stars. You didn't move the bodies. Did you? Oh, that escalated. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, so from their feedback to some people who are also very, very angry about our film choices, it's time for our one-star review segment. Who are the people screaming? Who have they got this week that's wandered across their door just to stumble in and lay down a beat? For their one star review segment. We are also wondering that very thing. Who is it? Today we have someone who is very good friends with Shakira and Ronan Keaton and Cher. Not at all because they all sound alike. Today we have 
and people's Heather Small. She's only going to sing a bit because... So throat. She said, throat. She, she said when she came in, she went, look, have you got any limbs that my throat is fucking caning in? That's what she said when she came in the door. One star, one star, one star review. That's so shit. I fucking hate it, so I'll write a review. Beautiful. <coughs> fucking hell, Heather. Jesus. Rest your throat. Do you know, I mean, I don't think she sounds like Ronan Keating at all, or Cher, or Shakira. She said this herself, but I don't think she does. No, I, I, I think she's got a sound all of her own, but so familiar and comforting. Yes. While Heather goes and gargles some sort and tries to sort of throw it out, who, who would like to go first with their one-star review? I'll go I'll first. No, no I'm going first. I never go first. We don't have to do these in chronological order. It's happening. Shush. Yes, Mercer. I'm sure you this episode. <laughs> It's not personal, baby doll. Don't worry about it. So this one totally misses the point of the film. This is from RBRB. One star review. The zombie gobbledygook. Total nonsense and absolute garbage. A child has sort of a supernatural encounter at a fun fair, and this is meant to open up a secret world of deprived zombies. Then two hours of... (laughs) Then two hours of tedious, incomprehensible rubbish. What the film is really about is stupid people such as idiot movie reviewers and certain moviegoers being duped into believing they are viewing some kind of classic, when in fact they are really being shown a complete make-it-up-as-it-goes-along Night of the Dead gobbledygook laughing all the way to the bank. But he hasn't spelled all right, so it, it says laughing Al all the way to the bank. Who the fuck's out? My favourite thing about that, apart from the fact it sounds like he started it saying total nonce, because you put the emphasis on the the nonsense, nonsense about the nonsense, the fact also we're dealing with deprived zombies. Yeah, exactly. Not depraved. He put that. He's put that. That's fine. Deprived zombies. If they'd have had a nice pair of trainers, maybe a foreign holiday occasionally. (laughs) Hey, don't shoot me, shoot RBRB. Any thoughts, Mercer? On this zombie classic? No, I don't. <laughs> the latest of the zombie uh, genre. Yeah, um, I like the fact that the, the made-up story, made-up-as-you-go-along story, I'm like, seriously? Although, some of them are a bit like zombies, the way they're like... But it's, it's literally because they've not been given the speech to talk as they get up there. That's the whole reasoning behind it. And also, a lot of these reviews are attacking Twilight Zone specifically. Like, they're really pissed off that Jordan Peele got to do Twilight Zone. So maybe these are just really angry Twilight Zone fans. Right. I'll go next with my one-star review for The Incredible Doppelganger. Um, This is called... Oh, yes, it's the worst. And it comes from Curly Laughs. Yeah. Can't believe you used my review. Dear God, I kept waiting for this movie to get started. Then I waited for it to redeem itself. And when it did neither, I just sat there dumbfounded that one, it could possibly be this bad. 
and two, that I just wasted a couple of hours on just sheer stupid stupidity. I had faith that Drew couldn't possibly have made this bad of a move, and boy, did I ever lose my faith. Don't bother with this one. Drew tried, but the movie was poorly written, poorly acted, and just poorly conceived. I can't believe a script this bad ever got funded. It had a million chances to actually do something with the idea. Um, the word concept is too big for this movie to qu even qualify for, and it still didn't go any place. It's just pitiful. Where the other reviewer gets gets where the other reviewers get the idea that it wasn't that worse baffles me. <laughs> because believe me, if if it got any worse, I'd have slipped my wrist before finishing it. Ash, was it that bad? It was so bad it made them forget English. Mm -hmm. And I know. Did you think it was that bad, Chris? I, I thought. It's it's not particularly good, but I didn't feel the need to go. To, I've seen it. I've seen it before, so that's that's how willing I actually was to rewatch it. It's it it's was not, it's a laugh. It's, it was a laugh. Yeah, if you're watching it late at night and you had a load of beers in, I imagine it's a lot more fun. It's not particularly great, but I don't I don't wish anyone who made it or conceded it ill will. I'll put it that way. Let's face it, we have a lot of one star reviews where they want people, directors, cast members to die. And I don't feel that strongly over it. No. But these wanted to kill themselves. <laughs> I mean, how, how bad must it have been? I still fucking love it, Curly Lass. I think that's a, their problem, not Drew's problem. It's a you problem. It's a you problem, yeah. Right. Shall I go and do mine now, then? From Steve M. Stone's app. All right. There you go. You can tell he's serious because it's all in capitals. He's heading for it. He's shouting. <coughs> headed. Most awful movie ever watched. IMDb should allow minus ratings in future. I'm gonna. I am gonna read this in the style that I imagine it's written because it's very rare that. Fast. Yeah. This <laughs> is. It is very much. You, do, you know, felt face Randy. Yes. The puppet. Yes. When he's on, when he's doing the one about buying a bookshelf. Yes. And on with the what's his buying group, the online Gumtree. Group, Gumtree. And he does the impression of the guy who just types really, really quick and speaks really, really quickly. We should probably say at this point as well, if you've never heard of Randy Feltface, Randy Feltface, go watch Randy Feltface immediately. He is not your normal puppet performance. He's not your normal thing, stand up, no. You know? Is absolutely brilliant. But yeah, he does essentially where he reads it so quick because it's all in taps and no punctuation. And this is very much close to this, but there is more punctuation. But here we go. This movie makes no sense. So pathetic. I felt so terrible after watching this movie. Stay away. People who did well and gave good ratings are probably the one who sucked producer D or probably brainless creature. I'm a movie freak. I watch various types of movies from Glore to PG-13, Cannibal Holocaust, 120 Days of Sodom, Serbian film, and this one is utterly bullshit. If it wasn't Glore or something shocking or weird, I might suggest you to watch because I like people's reaction. For the first time, I want people to save their time. Tell me you're a gatekeeper without telling me you're a gatekeeper. Fucking hell. There's a lot of information today. Yeah, <laughs> there. That, that was fast as well. Um, I mean, good for you. On knowing all those films, I'm not 
sure how I mean I'm, it's relevant. I mean, I, I, I love Goodnight Mommy. And I have to say, my jaw is aching for all the D I've been sucking because of do you know, although saying that, I'm I'm not sure whether, when he's put this, whether he means the makers are suck, sucking people off to get a good review, or the people who review it are just sucking off the makers. Why does anybody have to be sucking off? Because it's in his review. No, but I'm I'm posing the question to them. Why is Felicio such a big concern and in so, this review? And the people who gave good ratings are probably the one who sucked producer D. What All Produ- right. producers <laughs> producers are the one, producers are the ones who get these films financed. Why? Why are these producers? Do you know what? If, if he's so confirmed about if he's so concerned, sorry, about film people sucking dick for films, wait until he watches Fire Festival. You know, that man we're gonna suck dick for water. So brace yourself. Whoever they are. Don't watch Fire Festival. Don't watch, <laughs> just don't watch films is is a general. Well, do, do you have any feedback on that, Mercer? My feedback's just to Chris. Don't tell someone who's watched Cannibal Holocaust, A Hundred Days of Sodom, um, and every other film not to watch films anymore. Serbian film. I love how he picked like the films that are typically airport like, controversial. Yeah, yeah. I've seen all of these amazing films. He's like, and there was this much gore in it, and then these people died. It is one of those things as well where it is very much a horror thing. With all the reviews we get, you never get a comedy fan going, I have seen all co- I've watched White Chicks, I've watched Steve Bigelow, I've watched whatever else. It's no horror, no comedy fan feels the need to go, well, you know what, you just you know get comedy, and I'm gonna demonstrate by all these comedy films I love. It's horror and drama fans that are the worst for it. we've got our old Zans up. We're not, you know, we're not the best for it. Sometimes I don't think it's it's the fans. I think, you know, it's just people watch a horror film every now and again and go, I watch horror. Yeah. Rather than people who live their life by horror standards like us. Yeah. Who eviscerate people and eat human flesh and listen to rock music. What's what's a Friday night if you can't have a leg outside of some chips, you know? Hey, you two, tell me what you think about monsters. Not a horror (laughs) film. Not a horror film. Tell me what you think about Barbarian South Studio. Not a horror film. But Barbarian's, Barbarian is more, not, yeah, Barbarian is more of a horror film than Monsters is, given that Monsters is a love story. Stick your fucking weird alien monsters up your arse. So, sticking weird alien monsters up your arse is a good segue, as I think we're going to get into the actual winning film for this week's category. Just before we go, though, I just realised Heather on the way out the door at the moment. She's trying to sneak out without actually singing us out. I know you throat sore, Heather, but fucking get back in here and earn your lemon sip. I've got to get to the tram before 10 o'clock. And that's why I'm leaving your house. Thank you, Heather. Beautiful. Bye, Heather. At some point, we're going to have to have everyone around, we'll have like a big party. Well, all these stars, we'll get them all around. Maybe, we'll be, maybe one person's voice can't get that. It'll be exclusive, it'll be an exclusive event. It'll just be us three, no one else allowed. Oh, right. Just all these mega stars and us will just party. It'll be Fair great. enough. Fair enough. Right. Well, now we've got all those pleasantries out of the way. <laughs> pleasantries, just the general animosity and hatred we've had this episode. <laughs> we've had a couple of episodes of this. I'm not sure what's going, the general loathing and 
anger, but you know what? We'll we'll just beat out a Mercer next time we see him. We'll fine. just beat Mercer. Yes, we will. But Mercer's used to being beaten. Boom boom. Okay, so let's find out which one of our choices has won. Yes, let's. Mercer. Christopher, once again, I spit on your grades. Thank you. Mercy's not clapping. I can't hear Mercy clapping. That's not clapping. That's I've only gen- got one hand there. That's a gentle rub. <laughs> Mercer, Mercer, where's your hand gone? Yeah, two. <laughs> Where do you possibly think it could be when we're announcing the winners? Are you wanking? I am definitely doing that. No, I am uh, holding a pen. I didn't want to stab myself. Okay. Okay. Us, a worthy winner. Is a great film. It is a great film. I'm glad we all recognise that. And I'm sure everyone will be glad that we've got it out of the way now, so... They won't have to sit there waiting to see what category we have to concoct. Maybe so they work in. I'll get drunk and just do a special on it anyway. Are you ready for it? Because it's going to come. Much like Mercer right now, because he's whacking. <laughs> if, you could take, if you could take your hand away for a minute, Mercer, do you want to tell us how the other, or how all three films got on, how we graded them? I would fucking love to. As we know, this is my favourite part of the show because I get to announce the third place or the last place film. And surprise. <laughs> Mercer, I don't need to get so upset about it. Don't just don't cry. Jeez. It's just a like podcast. To- like to apologize for the sounds of my dog in the background. This a very professional outfit. I would also like to apologize for the sounds of mine. <sighs> so in <laughs> you really upset me, sir. I'm sorry I won. Jesus. So Brandon. in third place, unsurprisingly, is Christopher. No, not really. It's me with Doppelganger coming in with a grade D, a fucking D. I hate you all. Um, Vander hates us. Vander is very Vander, unhappy with this decision. Vander is fucking disgusted right now. He's absolutely devastated, and I don't know what to do about it. Um, in second place, obviously, with um, a grade C, was Chris with Goodnight Mummy. And then coming in with another exceptionally high grade fair, another grade A film with us. Yeah, boy. You have like slayed these A's. And I'm you're queen like you're the only one with the A's. Queen. And I'm the king of the D's. Well, yeah, no one's <laughs> arguing with that. I stand by my choices. But I think it's fair to say that we all knew that us was gonna be the winner this week. Because it's an amazing film. Mm-hmm. But well done. Thanks. Well done again. 
in indie, as I say, is a great, it's no good out, but it's a very good, very good film. So before we get off and <laughs> well, before Mercer gets off anyway, yeah. Also, I think we need to point out that that weird noise didn't come from my animal. <laughs> Twas me, twas me. It's just the case of saying what we're going to be doing next week for our new episode of Crime Scene Investigation. I'm sure everyone's very excited when they hear this choice. Faye and Mercer, when the randomizer popped this one up, looked absolutely thrilled by it. Thrilled. Thrilled. And we are covering the curse of Halloween. Jack from 2019. It sounds so market. I know. Would you like a synopsis? I guess. Did you whet your appetite? After a brutal massacre of the townsfolk by legendary killer Halloween Jack, the new mayor brands all future Halloween celebrations. But two years after the murders, a group of rebellious youngsters decided to defy the powers that be and organise their own private Halloween party. When the infamous killer returns to life, the cult and the partying teens a whole lot more than they bargained for. Sounds fun. Liking it. Liking it. It sounds like every other shitty film. Halloween horror film ever. ever made. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to assume that the killer is probably going to wear a pumpkin head. Or a clown mask. Looking at the picture of it, it appears to be they are dressed up as a kind of a scarecrow thing. They have a little mini scythe and a hat on as well. Well, then she'll the cloth you, bag. You call yourself Halloween cl- cl- like cr- crow, not Halloween. I can't get my words out. Halloween Jack because that suggests jack o' lantern. So what the fuck are they playing at? It might just be a name the police gave him when he killed people. You know, we will find out. We will discuss all of these clearly pressing issues when we deep dive into Halloween Jack on Crime Scene Investigation. Yes. Cannot wait. Good stuff. I'm sure everyone cannot wait for this. If you want to find it, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, amongst other podcast providers. If you want to find our socials, you can find us at Spit Grays on both Twitter and Instagram. We are I Spit on Your Grave on Facebook. And should you want to email us, you can reach us at electricpossums at gmail.com. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Every little does help. As we've seen this week, we just broke 5,000 listeners the other week or last couple of days. So thank you very much. I know we put a tweet out to thank everyone, but it really does mean a lot to us that people actually want to listen to the podcast and have stuck with us throughout a year and a two, let's say, two really fucking shockingly awful years. Yes. So doing this has at least given us some semblance of normalcy and something to actually try to get ourselves through it. So thank you very much, everyone who actually stuck with us and listened. Ta-ta, pals. Ta. Yeah, um, cheers. So, yeah, I, I guess the, that's us done. Um, you know, I'm the winner again. Let's just remind everyone. You know, we're covering Halloween Jack next episode, so in some ways, we're all winners. <laughs> <laughs> no. Say goodbye, Faye. Sarah. Say goodbye, Mercer. Goodbye, Mercer. And it's goodbye from me. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.